Hi, my name is Hannah Asfar. I'm the Vice President of the Arab Student Union. This is Dr. Nina Shoman Dajani, Assistant Dean in Learning Enrichment and College Readiness, and this you've been listening to POV Voices from the Valley. turn back toward mosaics a little bit and um which gives me opportunity to uh mosaics being a two-year grant and one of the weeks we uh in march we had multiple artists we had residence artists that you invited to your class we had uh, omar fendom amira sackett the reminders asia black and her husband samir dj manowax um and again you offered them time in your in, in your class but uh, so there was an event each day from Tuesday to Saturday, I believe. Yes. And on that Friday was an open mic. Yes. And I believe that was the um, the debut of the Notorious W.A.Z., if I'm not mistaken. Please share. I want to tell you that. Okay. <laughs> um, I attempted to rap. And I had been memorizing, and I got up on the stage, and I forgot my lines, but I still went ahead and gave it my all. I hope so much I would get another time to rap, and hopefully this time just practice a bit more so I would not forget my lines. I Spoken word means the world to me. I love it. I love it tremendously. I wanted to be up there on the stage with my students and with other students at Moraine Valley. I wanted to be the faculty voice up there, and I wanted to do my best. I will be honest and say it wasn't the best, (laughs) but students were clapping, and Asia and Omar, and they were clapping, so it was really uplifting. I guess they were clapping for my effort, but I just wanted to show them that I'm with them, you know, that it wasn't just students only, that the teacher is there supporting them in the arts. All right, next up to the microphone, we have somebody, I had the incredible pleasure of speaking with is one of the most impressive human beings I've ever met, one of the most genuine people I've ever met, and it's been a joy and an honor that we've spent time with her. And her, she's a professor here at Marine Valley College, and her name is Amani Ortiz. And her stage name says, teacher rapper, but rapper with a W. Bars. Bars. And she'd like to share with me today one of the most important songs that has become famous. So please make some noise. Okay, it's a great pleasure being here. Oh boy, this is different from being in the classroom, so I'll try my best. Um, Hip hop. How many of you love hip hop? Give a round of
significant. I memorize a few lines, and uh, please follow along with me. So, don't push me. I am close to the edge. I am trying. I love you guys. <laughs> Everybody, don't push me. I am close to the edge. Whenever you're in class, make sure, make sure every student speaks at least once, that they have a voice. And that is so important. I try to incorporate her beautiful ideas in my class. And that day for open mic, there were about 25 students who presented. And I was beyond proud. Anthony, you were there and you would agree with me. That was talent. That was mind-blowing. Students sang, students recited poetry, students did satire, students, uh, some of them danced alongside with their spoken word. Created posters around the, uh, yes. the, tr the travel ban. I mean, it was just whatever. It was a full art bazaar. It was. It was amazing. And I, I wanted to be part of it. I really wanted to be part of it. I, uh, for a while, I worked on bringing in hip hop studies course at St. Xavier University. I also taught it uh, twice. Hip-hop is very fascinating. It has its roots in the spirituals and the blues. It was the voice, and it continues to be, though some may disagree, but Asia and Samir were also one of the people who stressed this in, in, in my African-American literature class. It continues to be the voice of the people. There are certain things that people are upset about for hip-hop culture, but it was intended to be the voice of the people, for people to speak their pain and their sorrow, to have the arts um, give people a voice under tough conditions. And now other cultures have taken rap to voice uh, what they are saying. So you, you asked me about my other identity uh, as, as, a, as a rapper. Um, I honestly wish I could. Notorious. Like, <laughs> 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 teach, a, teach a rapper with a, with a W. <laughs> That's my stage name. If there are other opportunities, 
I am gonna try my best to finish my grading earlier and my prep work earlier. I tell you so what, I we're gonna create one for you. So, <laughs> Jahan, tell me yeah, what I you was think. Yeah, I wanted her to rap today. I'm like, well, well, well here's what we'll do. <laughs> she wanted she wanted a chance to, to rehearse, correct? Okay. And we're gonna be editing before we release the season in the fall. Right. So why don't you take a month or so and rehearse your rap, mm-hmm. and then we'll give you a couple of takes, and we'll give you the, the and the, we'll take the best one, and we'll share it, and we'll oh, put. Is okay. it going to be on the podcast? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I should have just like and shook my head no, and then like <laughs> like oh we changed our mind. Of right. course we're going to put it on the okay. podcast. Yeah. And no right, sense sure. in you being in the notorious WAZ <laughs> and no and not be broadcast. Sure. <laughs> Fantastic! Sure, thank you. Well, I thank you for accepting the challenge. You, I, I appreciate I that. This <laughs> yeah. should be fun. Yeah. It should be fun. <laughs> Fant- and and who knows what what could spring from this? Some things that start out as you know fun. Joke, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Two years from now, you and I might might not be able to get uh, tickets to the <laughs> to, a, <laughs> right, to, to, to a local concert. Like, I'm like, John, did I you did you get tickets? I'm like, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was sold out. <laughs> I do not think so. This is like in my in my wildest dreams. Jihad and Anthony, I want to tell you, I told my sister about what happened to me during that Friday open mic, which I absolutely loved. And I told her about me forgetting my lines. And my sister was making fun of me. She's like, from Moraine Valley onto American Idol. And I'm like, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to get a, a soundbite from your sister. She, <laughs> she's got that sharp sense of humor. Any other thoughts about your experience with Mosaic School? I think you have some things coming up. You've yes. already put uh, not only the Miss Marvel component, yes. and, and there's going to be interviews around the one book yes. uh, that the library is going to produce more specific to that. And I believe right. you're participating in that. Yes. But um, there's some there's some other. Wasn't there another thing in yes. a spring of 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 next? A year from now that you're going to be putting or pulling okay. together? Yes, okay. I want to tell you. Okay, uh, there are two, uh, two events planned. I have already met with Dean Wally Franzek and some of the speech faculty members, and I have collected a variety of stories and essays that feature Muslim voices and Muslim stories. And the speech faculty have also found other stories. And they are going to, starting this summer, particularly this August, they are going to put on several performances with a big performance, particularly being in November, and one hopefully being in the library, and one being in the student union building. These students need to have memorized uh, these stories and they are going to uh, both professors John Nash and Professor Amanda Pettigrew. They're going to teach them to enunciate and to speak with tremendous emotion so that the story is communicated beautifully. This was something that I wrote into the grant, that this is a way that we can have people hear and listen a variety of Muslim voices. So this is something that's planned for, this, uh, for the fall. I hope, I hope that it's so successful that it will bridge into the spring of 2019. There is something else that I also put into the grant proposal, which is that my students would write about these House of Wisdom scholars and the art of, uh, and the art students would read what the students wrote and they would create drawings, paintings, sculpture, computer art about them. 
I have already met several times during spring of 2018 with Professor Chris Matuzik in the art department, and both of us are going to collaborate together. My, my COM 102 students are already uh, researching the lives of these scholars. At the end of the summer, I'm going to give these essays to her so that she can give them to her students, to her computer art students, and so that they could use them as an inspiration to create drawing, uh, to create drawing. So she might look into them and create artworks around them. Wow. So the dialogue continues. Wow. Yeah. I was going to stop, but let me ask one more Mosaic question. Yeah. Uh, you were part of the grant writing team to the yes. Doris Duke Foundation? Yes. Tell me a little bit about your experience and in, in, what about the grant writing part of it. Okay. I want to tell you, um, Tommy Hensel organized it, and he reached out to different faculty and different staff to write about it. For the section that I wrote, I, I want to tell you, f what I had to do was we had to sit down together and we had to think creatively and to throw ideas around together and to think of different possibilities. So throw, throw like different 20 ideas together. When you are writing, think deeply. Think with sharp, clear images. I want to tell you, I must have written like two and a half single-spaced uh, pages of that grant. It took me days to write them because I had to go back. Any word that was vague, that was unclear, had to be away from, the, you know, had to be deleted immediately. I had to read what I was writing again and again and again so that it flowed clear, concrete visions Visions that were very creative, but not so creative that they're undoable. They had to be very doable. We had to write not just our concrete visions, but the steps to getting there. So then, after Tommy submitted this 25-page single-space grant, we had to revise it. So in other words, it had to be more concrete and more specific. Granted, this is something that we teach in our composition classes, but this is something also, I mean, I was so glad. This is like real-world application. Not that the classroom is not real-world, but I, I loved being given th this opportunity and, and this responsibility. It, it, it was just like, take what I already teach and apply it because it had so much responsibility. And if I'm not mistaken... We were the only community college to get that grant. Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech got this grant. Uh, Lafayette University got this grant. Really high-quality universities got it. And Moraine Valley, a high-quality community college, got this grant as well, too, which is amazing. Well, thank you for your diligence in the yeah. process. Yeah, I and, 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 and other people and then had to revise and it again. Revise it, yes, wow. with other people, with Tommy, Tommy Hensel, and other and other people. You know, they they were also participating as well too. Suzanne Nasser um, and Sundos Madi McCarty, they were also participating as well too. Yes, fantastic. So before I conclude, I, uh, I've weaved into, or at least we have weaved in, some different questions for folks that, you know, just loose questions. So 
One is semi-serious, and then one is a little more lighthearted. So I'll start out, we'll, we'll end lighthearted. How about okay, that? sure. So if there was uh, one stereotype about Muslims, you have the power to or the opportunity to eliminate one yeah. stereotype about the Arab and or Muslim community, and you only get one, but it would be eradicated. It wouldn't, it wouldn't right. exist anymore. Is there one that you would get rid of? Okay. I speak... This is something that my students talk about. This is something that my Arab neighbors and friends talk about. I wish people could see that we are complex, nonviolent human beings. That violence is not our defining characteristic. That, just like every complex community, there are the peacekeepers, there are the nonviolent ones, and there are those who need a lot of enlightenment and coaching. And it's not just in our community, it's in a lot of communities. But we get stuck, we get labeled as the violent group. I was even looking on YouTube of uh, this... They went around asking people, you know, how would you feel if there was a Muslim in, 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 in the room? And these people were saying, I would feel nervous and I would feel very suspicious of this person. And I really, you know, if this person was displaying angry and aggressive behavior from any cultural background, yes, you know. But just the fact that this person is wearing a hijab or happens to be Muslim... This person could be your best friend one of these days. So if anything, I really wish people would not see us and assume, assume violence. I really wish that could be eradicated and that they would see a complex human being who has days of pain, sadness, joy, like everybody. I, w I wish they could see us as, as human beings. I get that. I get that. So on the, the second question... Okay. Um, and it seems to dovetail well into the one book, one college and some of the other things we talked about. So if you had the opportunity to have a superpower, I don't know what it would be, <laughs> right. you know, you know, master rapper. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm just <laughs> throwing <wish>. it. <laughs> so if you had, I mean, if, if you were going to be a superhero, what would, and you already are, I think your superpowers are your compassion, your kindness, you. your creativity, you. your consciousness, but you know. Th those aside, those superpowers okay. already given, what would be your uh, your superhero power? If I had a superpower, I I really wish that. lesson would lessen i know it's not going to go away i know it wouldn't it's it's not going to go away but if only it can go down a, a centimeter less and i know that i'm asking for a lot just a little bit less and more you know for people to know they're not alone and that they they can they can despite their pain and suffering, they can go on. So I just wish for everybody to attain 
those measures of a sense of greater peace, greater understanding within their hearts and souls for everybody to feel that there is a goodness, there is a worth within them because there is, there honestly is. And this can help lessen the suffering, you know. So if I had that superpower, this is what I wish for, for everybody to have a little, I, I mean, I wish for a lot less pain. Great. So I, uh, speaking for Jahan, unless Jahan wants to take oh, over. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying speaking. listening to the conversation. Thank you, Jahan. I, I enjoy uh, participating as well. We want to thank you for being part of MVCC POV Voices from the Valley. It's been a pleasure spending time with you. We look, I'm excited for folks to be able to, to listen to this and, and hear all the wonderful shares that you had. So thank you for hanging out. Thank you for coming and check us out and uh, look forward to getting you out there. Okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank An- you. Thank you, Jeanne. Thank you, Anthony. It's been absolutely awesome conversing with you this morning. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. This has been MVCC POV Voices from the Valley, a Moraine Valley Library production. This episode of MVCC POV was produced and edited by AWD PhD with music by Lakey Inspired. Thanks to the MVCC Library for supporting the podcast.